Hey dolls and welcome back to another episode of Romantically Lit, a podcast that features two undercover hopeless romantics who kiki and review different black romance novels across the diaspora. I am Hannah. And I'm Odelia. And on this week's bonus episode it's not which really is making up for not posting last week we're sorry y'all we continue the smexy journey of kennedy ryan's romance novel before i let go if you're tuning in for the first time welcome welcome and thank you but hold up before you proceed any further please listen to our other episodes because we'll be sharing some spoilers And as per usual, please go ahead and peruse the other episodes we've done. Check out our equally romantic books such as Honey and Spy, Seven Days in June, Yinka, Where's Your Husband, and The Perfect Find. Wow, our discography is growing. And you're eventually going to have to cut all that out. (laughs) I know. And just be like, yo, just go back and watch the other stuff. (laughs) Anyway, in this love shack of ours, we welcome all different love tropes. And we know we have reviewed something just for you. And on that note, my friend, let us begin. Welcome back, as my uh, beautiful co-host said. I'm Odelia. Um, guys, I'm actually so, 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 so excited to talk about this book. Like... <laughs> I just want to say something, you guys. I read the first chapter of this book and I told Adelia I'm giving it an 8.5 out of 10. And these couple of chapters that we're about to review today tells me why I foresaw the future. Thank you so much. Uh, what's that lady in the 90s who used to give readings? Um, Sister Crystal or whatever in New York with a fake Jamaican accent. Thank you for your psychic uh, reading. You're welcome. Anyway, so we're jumping right back into Candy Ryan's Before I Let Go. Um, So much has happened. Y'all, I'm not going to lie to you. I've already finished the book, which is a first (laughs) um, when it comes. Normally, I read the amount of chapters needed to discuss, but I could not put this down. So I'm so excited to get these last I don't blame you because the way some of the chapters were ending, it's like, now we got to continue and see what is there more to say. It, like today so today we're reading 23 to 20 to 33 34 though y'all if you've not read it no. <laughs> go read 34 so you want to just jump straight to 34 no if you've read 33 oh, please yeah, go, go read go 34 don't even don't wait for nobody we're not gonna talk about it today no but go read it anyway so the last time that we saw um the beautiful wade family it was thanksgiving we're to christopher columbus hope you're rotting um but (laughs) vashti and um josiah just left uh the The wade household yes Mm -hmm. and she wanted to spend some time with her man can I just say this is low-key evil because why would you break up with somebody who just cooked your whole ex-family she volunteered <laughs> a plethora to of sides. <laughs> no, this is, I would, she reacted very nicely. I would have been pissed. How are you going to let I would me have cook seen it corn coming. pudding? Okay, my, the reason why I don't feel anything is because... Because you don't like her. That, and also <laughs> the fact that Vashti 
you have two eyes. I'm pretty sure that beautiful girl has 20-20 vision. You can clearly see Josiah and Yasmin belong with each other. So the fact that you want to be third place and interfere in this power couple is ridiculous to me. And that's all I'm going to say about that situation. Wow. Um, I'm going to have more empathy for Vashley because if a man approaches you talking about he wants to be with you, I don't care what he's do- like. Obviously, I, I care would look a at your bit, baggage. I'm but, like, wait a minute. But you told me you, you're all it. Well, he did say that. I, I told you along the way. You're the first. Uh, but she like she knew. But at the same time, though, don't let me cook sides for your ex family's uh, Thanksgiving dinner for your ex mother in law. Like she's complimenting me. I like this lady now. I'm finally getting along with your wifey. That's why she invited me. Now you want to break up your with wifey. me. You see what we're doing here? Never an ex-wifey. Your wifey. Because ah, that's his wife. That's his wife. That's his woman. That's his woman. That's my girl. That is his girl. When you hear Josiah, you hear Yasmin. When you hear Yasmin, you, you hear, hear Josiah. Josiah. Like, you see, these two go hand in hand in tandem. Exactly. So, see, you're wearing out. <laughs> Mr. Anyway. and Mrs. Wade. But anyways, no, we have. So he tells Vashi, like, essentially, because Miss Carol, Yasmin's mom was like, don't hurt her. Mm-hmm. And I I think he was like, you know what, you right. Like, even if my girl doesn't, even if my wife doesn't want me back right now, I want her back. And because of that, I'm never going to be able to commit myself to you. I don't love you. One, he said, like, she eems like, I never said I loved you. Two, you know, the poom poom don't bring life the way Yasmin's does. Okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> The kitchen food, though, the food's busting. But my lady, she's clearly been having lessons from the ancestral planes. So I gots to go back. But wow. And you know what? And um, I wrote here she sounds big because there was a moment when Vashti was like, we can work out on it. What if you like we give it time? Sister, you are too beautiful and too talented to be begging a grown ass man to give it time to yeah. see like please so essentially what happened in this particular chapter of 23 is that they're at home and josiah is basically saying yo like i think we need to have a convo um i don't want to be with you no more so they they break up in this particular chapter and um honestly good riddance um what else happened in this chapter so you know those of us who do like (laughs) vashti And can offer a little more. I feel for my girl, but she's, sure. he, she, she, what's funny and I think is, comes up later is ironic. Is she's talking about, oh, I love grits too much to let this ruin our, um, you know, working relationship. And I was like, yeah, okay, buddy. Yeah. Yo, okay. Here is a paper job application. Here is indeed.com, <laughs> whatever, monster.com, LinkedIn, whatever you like, please find no, a new I would job. Say if you can make it work, make it work. But you know foreshadow anyways yeah. but then she does say i deserve a man who is as wild about me as you are about her and damn he, and vashti you know what vashti i'm so sorry girl like i know i'm coming across as very extreme and aggressive but i'm glad that you understand that <laughs> because i could look at someone like josiah we could be together and if i see the way he looks at his ex-wife that is really a straight indicator that this man is not for me and i need to find my way to just deal with it because that's strong and i'm glad she knew that i'm glad she said that too and now we move on to chapter 24 <laughs> Damn. okay well, why do you want to linger in things that don't matter i'm sorry y'all i'm sorry so anyway. he's a free man oh my god my <laughs> boy is free the meme of the chains yes 
You would think Vashti did anything. She was actually quite no, nice. No, Vashti it was absolutely neutral. There was nothing <laughs> wrong with her. But I just, the only beef I have with my girl Vashti is that why are you with a man who belongs to somebody else? They're divorced. That man has a wife. <laughs> and she lives three blocks down the road. Actually, Why two are you here? Two streets down. Listen, even closer. Okay. <clears throat> Anyways. <laughs> Sorry, Miss Vashti Burns. Okay. So chapter um, 24 is the morning of the Charlotte trip. <laughs> and we are back in our home, Yasmin's home. And she's getting ready. Yasmin is a park, is park, not parks, packs the way I do. Last I minute. hate this. Genuinely, it's an overnight trip, so obviously you, uh, I'm packing a couple hours before boarding. No, I hated it. Even reading it stressed me out. Like, you guys are not serious people. For an overnight trip? Yeah. You're getting on a plane, though. Okay, I'll make it. Well, you see how she was rushing with her titties out and everything? Not, I'm not going to lie to you, girl. Like, I was I was going to Philly last week, as you know. I, know. <laughs> I was scared. I was yeah, scared don't I was live like this. This is wrong. But I don't know what thrill. to do. One day you will miss your flight. Never. And I pray the thrill will, never be, miss will be in the the price of you having to buy another ticket. Okay. But anyways. So essentially my girl Yasmin's running around trying to pack because she like Hana, you know, I keep saying that. And um she's not prepared for today. She's in her robe and she hears what she believes is her mom coming up the stairs. And she throws her robe down. She's like, oh, thank you, mama. Can you help me pack? Let me get my clothes on. And <laughs> suddenly Miss Carol's voice got a lot deeper. It sounds like Josiah. And he's talking about Miss Carol told me to come help you. Miss Carol is an angel. Miss Carol is an agent, agent of love. Like she, she's Cupid. She's Cupid's ancestor. <laughs> she's everyone. This is the second time she's done this in 24 hours. Unfortunately, the both of them have caught on what yeah. she's doing. Yeah. And they have a little bigger because, like, she puts her robe. She's like, I don't want you to see me like this. And he's like, there is nothing here <laughs> that I have not seen, like, before. Okay. And I, can I tell you something? <laughs> I'm a sucker when men say that in fiction. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yo, I love this book so much. Sorry. So anyways, <laughs> so, you know, at the same time, let me gain composure, composure, lads, composure. At the same time, Josiah is like looking her up and down and she's just like, can you and your cartoon ass eyes get out of here? You can't help me. I'll be down in 10 minutes. He said, make it five. Mm -hmm. She made it seven. And you know what? She tried. <laughs> that's half. That's like the halfway point ish. So they, she tells her mom also, please stop. I know what you're doing. Stop it. Mm -hmm. She kisses her kids goodbye, and she gets in the paid car um, to go to the airport with him. Yeah. And they're sitting there, and it's like a comfy silence. You know, she's getting her makeup done in the car. Because Which is crazy to me. I've never, ever been able to accomplish something like that before. Same. Um, and he's just on his phone, and they're talking about... I don't even remember what they're talking about, to be honest. The kids. They always be talking oh. about them damn kids. I mean, the good kids. Um, <laughs> you mean the children they have? The children they have. But obviously, like, when you're co-parenting, the only conversation you can have is about the children. You That's can it. have other conversations. Like, like, did you watch a new show recently? Okay, so <laughs> talking, about the, but talking about the children, I think they briefly talk about... Um, Deja and how she's doing in school. Right. Um. They talk about, I guess, like the they're just trying to clear what the hotel itinerary is going to be. 
um, and everything. Of course, they're going to have like, so it's a really nice hotel they're going to. The Harvey has set up for them. And so, you know, they're just, just having, it was mostly quiet, to be honest. And I think on the plane, even it was the same case. It's just she like, was stressing, stressing a little because it's very different. Like when Miss Ryan writes about Josiah being in Yasmin's presence, it's mm-hmm. like, primal yeah it's like damn like somebody who holds this dog down i know but like yasmin it's the same intensity but it's like sultry and poetic and it's like you know like i don't know yes like because she's sitting on the plane like i wish harvey was here because i high key want to jump his bones but I think that was her concern as well. She's just like, I don't know if I can control myself that we're spending an overnight trip together. And she's like, I don't know. Like, I've been feeling things. And they keep talking about that scene before in our previous chapter. I think it was 22 before Harvey walks into the room when they're talking about the Charlotte stuff. Yeah. And like, she was like, how dare you when she was so up close to him? I think that's one of the few times they've been so close to each other since the divorce and so the tension is just rising and rising but my body is rising (laughs) and for anyone who watches any nollywood you're gonna get that reference (laughs) um so of course there always has to be a conflict because we are at the midpoint of our of this particular book so they get to Charlotte. Everything is good. They get to the hotel lobby, and now they're waiting to be assigned their rooms. Okay. But this this trope right here, this trope right here feeds me. Okay, like if I was on my deathbed and somebody said, "But there's only one bed," I would rise up. Like <laughs> I would get up and say, that "Tell is so me extreme. more." I, no, you I don't get to, it. We have to you unpack what you just said <laughs> after we finish recording because I don't understand, girl. You don't get it. It's you a don't. great trope, but I wouldn't. I would not rise because from the dead. You, you just, you just know the best things are coming. Yes. You know, pun intended. It's just, it, <laughs> oh my god, it's so amazing. So our lady was just like, okay, so here's your key for room four two eight, and they're just like, okay, cool. And now the others are looking at each other like, where's where's the second where's the second key? She's like, no, like you guys, there's there's only one room. Um, so they have no choice but to share the same room, and he's gonna sleep on the couch. There, the hotel is booked. You know, there's a wedding happening. There's always a wedding happening. There's, no, no, it wasn't a wedding. It was, was it? like a, a conference, church, a woman's conference, like a church thing. So there were a lot of old ladies. Okay, so there's a conference happening. Obviously, everyone's coming into town. So all the hotels are booked up. They cannot find any anywhere else, and so they have to share the room. Of course, like um, Josiah's like, oh, it's okay. Like I can just you know use the couch. You can take the bed. Like it'll be fine. It'll be fine. But what I do like is that in his chapter, which is a very next one, he's like, Harvey, you, you gotta have change to, you, you have gotta to change pick it. a new room. And he's, <laughs> he's like, like, I'm not gonna you make it. You literally just said you would sleep on the couch. Like, like I was lying. And he's like, What, you think you can't be in the same room as your wife? Like and he he's just like, No, I can't. Like, I'm gonna jump her bones. Yeah. And he even says, he doesn't say it, but like his inner thought is like i'm being tested like this is a test from god yes it is and he's like and i just know i'm gonna fail and you know no he said and i know i'm gonna pass it'll be fine yeah it's okay Mm-mm. um and she brings up like harvey's like um so you don't you don't like uh 
you think you're gonna sleep with your ex-wife like what about vashti you think you're gonna cheat on her and he's like me and vashti aren't even together anymore um and who's an earshot yasmin she's like what you mean y'all ain't together um and he's like yeah uh harvey i'm 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 gonna call you back (laughs) and he turns to yasmin's just like yeah um vash and i broke up um we broke up on thanksgiving was it post yeah the day after thanksgiving um and there's a particular line that he says i feel like is very important for us to mention that he i think he's he says are you upset or like something along those lines do you remember okay yes there's that one and there's another one and i'm literally looking for it right now where he talks about like something about a vampire i just wrote down vampire but i know it was important to me okay but the line you're thinking of he says she says oh i'm sorry and he says are you really though and she just kind of like looks at him like yeah like well you know i'm not sorry that you guys broke up i'm not gonna tell tell you you." exactly don't ask me that where is this line you know what everybody oh here it is so it's when he's talking to um harvey and oh no no no. they're in the car okay so this is prior to going to charlotte no they're in the car to the the hotel room not to the hotel room because after he they have a conversation she's like okay let me go change okay and when they're on their way to the restaurant to meet mary and ken Mm mm-hmm so they're in the car and she's you know done her thing and he smells like her perfume or something oh the vanilla scent what is that damn smell and why the uber driver saying i had like garlic before sir and he's like no not you not you and she's like yeah it's me and he's like it's a good smell but she's but she's like oh this and he's like she has no idea how close i am to pulling her wrist to my lips and suckling the pulse throbbing there tracing the veins of my tongue like a some thirsty vampire this is getting worse by the second and i was like oh my goodness control yourself josiah it was just too much i had to like remind everybody about this sentence because it was very much giving me anthony from bridgerton yeah i was thinking and you know exactly what scene it is after you know the he messed (laughs) up and he's just like lilies oh god that man is so i again i love me a feral man that's what it is like it's his response josiah his response to yasmin is so carnal like yeah like oh my god <laughs> Sorry, he really y'all. did say night and day i drink i drink i dream of you that's what, what anthony says um i'll of just have to rewatch it now teach you yeah he said the object of my desires the bane of, of my, my existence. existence that's what's giving it gets more precarious every time I'm in your presence. Don't let me That's tell what's you. giving. Anthony. Okay. <clears throat> We're talking about Josiah and Yasmin. I know, but but there are some Anthony <laughs> traits there too, which, you know, I resonate with. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So what Adil is talking about is now on, after they get into the hotel room and everything's all good. Actually, she does gift him a Chicago pop style popcorn yes so she remembers his his snack and he's like she's like do you still like he's like yeah let me just eat because they're both hungry but he hungry in two different ways (laughs) so (laughs) yeah i love chicago style popcorn i think it's so delicious i I don't know what that means it's caramel and it's caramel and salty together so like think about like 
the caramel popcorn you've ever had and yeah. then there's like a regular salty buttery popcorn they put it together it's mwah, delicious okay. yeah. um so this is when they were in the hotel room getting ready and then Odilia's um description of him talking about that smell is on their way to go see the new people they want to buy the uh charlotte uh location from funny enough after that line they get into a bickering because he don't want to be nice to her right was it, was it about mark yeah because she's like do, do you like it and he's like yeah it's nice i've noticed that he keeps his compliments really short and then yeah. she always responds with well that's the best compliment i've ever got like something sarcastic and he's yeah. like compliments you want me to give you compliments mark isn't giving you enough compliments yeah i hated that why and did she say like, that mark and i are not even we don't see, we don't we're friends we don't even look at each other that way but obviously he's jealous so then he, mean, he does apologize he's like you know, I have other stuff going on. Yeah, stuff going on in your pants. I actually wrote down here because after he said that comment about Mark not giving you giving you enough compliments and like your ego, whatever, he said, "Why did I say that?" He doesn't even know what's going on. Like his brain is not with he's us. He's perplexed. He's he's projecting, perplexed, and and porn brained. Ah, I've done it. I've done it. I did an alliteration. Oh my god. My that was gonna not, be so happy. Really? That's the one you think your literature teacher Girl, would be proud of. Um, so they're on their way to the location, which is owned by Harmon and Ken. Is that what you said? What's the name of the couple they're buying? Mary these? and Ken. <laughs> is it oh, Harmon? Mary Harmon and Ken Harris. Because remember, they're not married. Yeah. That's why I got confused. Okay, yeah. cool. So they're on location to see this old, cute couple. Um, I think they've been together for too long 30 years 30 years um and they are not married but they don't believe like having a marriage defines what their relationship could be because sometimes i i remember i've always i've always wondered why is the people who have been together for 10 years when they get married y'all divorced in two years what was it the paper that got you like what exactly happened like i, I feel like sometimes marriage can change the how the dynamics of relationship is i always assume and this might be naive of me but I just assume people in those specific circumstances where they've been together for long and then get married and get divorced, mm -hmm. the relationship was already cracked and then you thought getting married would fix it. Yeah. That's what I think happens because nobody just like wakes up after 10 years and suddenly there's papers and suddenly you're like, yeah, I don't Dang, I hate this anymore. human being. Like, no, like there were cracks. You know, like how Miguel and his wife have been together <laughs> <laughs> for like forever and then yeah. like they got married they broke up mm -hmm. got back together got engaged got <laughs> married got divorced got i think they're back together an again. american marriage <laughs> <laughs> like i just think the relationship is cracked like yes. <laughs> they're just cracks in it but like at that point it's just like i don't know anybody else who can take who can tolerate or like learn what i already am like this girl already knows who i am i might as well just stick along but I you know, know isn't that what, what the girl on twitter say she says sometimes you just gotta find your best asking x and tell them to stop <laughs> to, no not tell them beg them beg to them stop. to stop just <laughs> <laughs> like damn it's really bad out here hey you can you just stop cheating man good, like just please. stop cheating <laughs> that's so funny like i gotta get back with you please oh god um um so they go to the um the restaurant that's owned by mary Harmon and the wife <laughs> I think and, Mary's the husband, the wife. Oh my God, uh, Mary Ken Herman and, and Ken. Okay, Ken, Ken and Mary. Ken you know what? Let's Mary. forget it. Ken and Mary. Yes, it's their place. <laughs> they, it's they invite them to have lunch with them because they're so sweet. They're very, very sweet people. Very, very uh, hospitality is definitely their top top. I didn't expect them to be white. I did. 
I didn't. I 100% assume <laughs> because every time like... I think cute, good food, southern, I'm I like I expected the cutest old married black couple. I did not expect these two, but not they're, they're, they're I'm vibing with them. Not married, you know. Cute. I'm, I'm Mark. Cute. I'm rocking with Mark because okay. you know Mark rocking with us. Okay. Um. um <laughs> so and Yasmin and uh, Josiah sit on a booth, a curved booth is what they call it, yeah, and Harvey. they're sitting next to each other. And Harvey's there too. And then of course we have the people who are hosting them, Ken and Mary. Ken and Mary. <laughs> Thank you, Delia. See, I forgot again. Um. And they're just chatting. Um. They talk about their lives, their kids, their business, and like how great it is to have it. And they are so, so touchy, you guys. This old couple, <laughs> Mary and Ken, you can clearly see, and this is described both by Yasmin mostly in this chapter because it's mostly her POV, um, that they're touching on each other when one makes like a little mistake or it's a lot of banter, a lot of um, wholesomeness. And I like that. And the funniest thing is that um, Mary's is clocking how Yasmin and Josiah interact with each other. Cause I yes. feel like there was a particular period where they were just bringing in the different classical foods that are known for the, at this restaurant and they would feed each other cause they like to share food, which yeah, is something they always did. Yeah, yeah. And Mary's looking at them and said, you too hungry. <laughs> and she's also like looking at the <laughs> fact that like they're, um, they're both looking at like stealing glances at each other. Yeah. And I think at one point she's like, you guys are a cute couple. And they're like, we're, <laughs> we're not, not together. Which then right. leads Mary and Ken to be like, well, we're together. We're not married. We don't think we need those papers. Like we have kids together. Like our love, I think transcends any legality, yeah. which is cute or whatever. Um, so then at the end, they also have like these pears at the restaurant. There's a pear tree at mm-hmm. the back. So they make like these chocolate covered pears and Yasmin like loves them. I think that's what they feed each other. Yeah. Um. And then the the Ken the Ken Ken <laughs> gives them a bottle of some Japanese Yamazaki. Yamazaki. Okay, there we mm-hmm. go. Uh. And Yasmin's like, I've never had this. I I want to try some. So that's their gift, and they're like, please let us know if you want to buy the place. And they're like, of course. Like, but we just gotta go home, talk out the logistics. We have young kids, la di da da. Like, cool, 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 cool. So Mary goes with Yasmin, and it's like, so you guys should like get back together. And yeah. she's like, oh no, we're not. And she's like, girl, I've been watching you guys the whole time. Yeah, the back and forth. Yeah, the you know the glancing at each other, like. You don't think people have their ups and downs? Like, it's okay. We go through our ups says, and downs. I was served lemons. We're not doing but that But I made lemonade. Not with that couple. No, no, no. Because, honestly, there are a couple I don't think needed a second chance trope. But anyways. Okay. So, <laughs> they... So, then Yasmin says, it's not a walk in the park with him. And she says, who wants to walk in the park? I think that man would run wild with you. And I was like, you know what, Kenny Ryan? <laughs> you got me. You got me. I'm really enjoying this book, you guys. <laughs> Definitely when Beyonce said, why are you smiling ear to ear in Love on Top? It's because of Kenny Ryan. And Kenny Ryan, I want to thank you for your service. 
I want to thank you for finally showing us what love is. <laughs> We've been love starved for like two, three months off of the Truly, other books. But you brought life back into us. And honestly, I hope that you are having a fantastic decade. <laughs> and just, just be clear. There was love in the other books. Oh, yeah, there was. But, but this love just hit different. I mean, the perfect find, if you like old people uh -uh. dating young people, uh -uh. definitely your thing. You know, I'd say pick that one up. But anyways, um, so that's all I got for chapter 26. So chapter 27, they return home or to the hotel, rather. Yeah. They're in their comfies. And Josiah is like, she's in her comfies and she literally looks like the uni girl that I met. Like, yeah, she's not aged a day. Like, she's so beautiful. Like, I, I want to grab her. And just know that Josiah is looking her up, down, up, down. You know what I mean? When she lifts her arms up, he's just like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's he's in heat, y'all. He's a very crazy, wild man. And he loves his wife who's not his wife no that is more. his wife he loves it i like how every other like couple minutes we say it's wife ex-wife like <laughs> that's his wife y'all that's his girl and yeah um oh, god so then essentially what happens is i had a flashback <laughs> not you have please <laughs> so essentially what happens here is um the kids call and they're talking about how their grandma and i need somebody i need to either google this or have somebody of african-american descent explain this to me because their grandma is cooking chitterlings chit chitlings mm -hmm. which is pork intestines yeah and the kids are just laughing at all the like um was it euphemisms like the things their grandma says and the things that she does as kids yeah. do but for me that i that i need help understanding is the um neck the, bones no, no 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 the washing the the the, the pork in linings in bleach yeah how are you gonna eat something that's been washed and bleached i mean mama carol's been doing it for a while i'm pretty sure her ancestors did it for a while too yeah but our ancestors also did a lot of things that were bad for us yeah but they lived and they and they let they steered the way for us so do as the ancestors so again do. i just need one african-american person with an I understanding of this to explain my my assumption is just like obviously it's a part of an animal that people don't typically eat mm -hmm. because everyone's so grossed out by you know a lot of other parts of animals like to be honest people throw that stuff out of course my people don't throw that stuff out we keep everything um and i'm assuming because it's an intestine and that's where your digestive usually happens yeah, the poo -poo. they they're assuming because they didn't have like maybe the knowledge or the technology or whatever it is they use this practice to try and clean it but of course bleach is extreme to put on food like you're it not is. supposed to put that but i think it's more of like the thing that just stuck you know what i mean like oh they be using bleach to clean up the whatever and they just sort of continue with it but i'm pretty sure now you could just use some lemon girl <laughs> how about just don't eat the white vegetables there's other parts of the poor. They can. I would but try like, the once. You know, but girl, you know, you know how our people are. Because it, it's the same thing with us. Every part of that goat will be eaten. Every single part. And that's what they're doing. They're not wasting no food. Also, because of the history of enslavement. You know, you know, yes, like, I understand given, like, like the, why they eat it. Yeah. I just don't understand why we're using bleach. That's my only question. But aside from that, the kids are talking and then, and then... Deja's little nosy self-time out. Where are you guys? 
Yeah, in Josiah, Charlotte, because Josiah came because he was in the living room at first trying to get some room service until the kids FaceTime um, Yasmin. Josiah comes over and now they're sitting on the the bed together, and Deja's doing that stank thing that Dill's describing right now. <laughs> Talking about where are you guys? Where in Charlotte, sweetie? Where we told you we were, mm-hmm. and she's like, "No, where are you at no, the restaurant?" Go in the she's like, room. and now Josiah has to be like, "No, we're in mom's room waiting for room service because you can't tell the kids, oh, well, there's only one bed." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, at that point, Yasmin takes the conversation to the living room so that she can talk to her mom without her mom also questioning her. And then the food comes; they have a steak and chicken, and yes. Yasmin does that annoying ass shit girls do where she's like oh my steak sounds great what'd you have what'd you get he's like chicken he's like oh okay can i try some (laughs) of course we're gonna try some and he's like yeah and then they both taste each other's food they do have have these i love that i take half my steak i take half your cheeky yeah that's so cute so then you get the both okay (laughs) you don't do that i don't not do it oh um but anyways <laughs> i don't feel a way about it i just think sometimes i want my own meal that's just how i feel about fair it fair enough but don't you want to try my chicken we have chicken every day and like enough i said sometimes hotel, you know okay okay anyway so they finish eating and then yasmin's like that drink you got huh what's it called yamazaki I want to try some. If you don't try it now, it's just going to sit in your house and age. So they pull it out and he's like, don't drink too much. It's really strong. And now they're sitting on the floor and the conversation gets deep. Mind you, you guys, these people have not spoken to each had a, an honest conversation since their divorce two years ago. So the questions, the the possibilities, the, the everything is coming into this one moment. And the fact that they're all alcohol drenched, yeah. So essentially what happens is they giggled a little bit and then Josiah goes, can I ask you something like honestly? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, at the, at the dinner at Thanksgiving, you said that your kids were the only thing that like kept you going. Um, and... He was, she was like, yeah. And he's like, so did you like hurt yourself? Want to hurt yourself? And she's like, uh, no, not particularly. But she's like, okay, I'm just going to say like, did you want to like die? Like, did you want to kill yourself? And she said, that's something that um, Dr. Adams asked like the first day they did therapy. And the way she explained it, <clears throat> um, oh girl, I've been here. But it was, I didn't want to take my life, but I didn't want to live it. I'd wake up disappointed. Yeah. I still wasn't asleep. Yeah. And I feel like that's a lot of people, like, especially yeah. in our circumstance where you're like, and I think if you talk to most people who, you know, are on the brink of suicidal, it's not that like they particularly want to die. They just don't want to live the life that they're living, mm-hmm. which, you know, some people can see that it's equal, but it's really no. not. It's like, if the circumstances were different, I feel like you would feel different about life, yeah. which is it's why more a lot nuanced. of times. It's more nuanced. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which is why they tell you, like, just hold on, like things can change, like, you know, but then he gets a little, he's like, well, you didn't think I needed you. Like you just thought the kids needed you. And she was like, honestly, I was mad at you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you I was grieving one way and you were doing it the other and it pissed me off like mm -hmm. I just don't didn't think you cared like you didn't cry over him you didn't like you just kept going and that upset me and he was like yeah I did I've realized now that's just my way of going through things like it's how I deal with loss like you know I just got to keep going through it so I don't feel anything yeah and yeah, the, the conversation, like, they just, you know, they both kind of accept that they dealt with the situation surrounding Bird dying and, and Henry, dying. Henry dying. Not healthily for anybody. Um, yeah, but, like, Yasmin just keeps pushing, like, all of that, though, like, at the end of the day, like, I was just in a really, really dark place. And it also makes Josiah realize, like, he was not privy to how difficult the place was. Yeah. Because even when she said it initially at Thanksgiving, her mom got teary-eyed because even when her mom came, she just could not. There's nothing. Yeah. She's unconsolable. Exactly. I think she had exactly. to dig herself out of this hole herself. Like, n nobody, Josiah, there's nothing more you could have done. Mama Carol, there's nothing you could have done. Like, she had to go through this on her own, which she did. Yeah. And, of course, Josiah was throwing himself into work in, in hopes of making things better or distracting himself from what was going on. So even his coping mechanism was not great. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure he was just hiding or rather bottling up because it's what Preach tells him all the time. Like you just like to hold that stuff in. Exactly. Like, when are you ever going to release? Um, and I think it's only until now that he realized that he was doing all that because my boy has been attending his therapy sessions weekly. Okay. Wait, is it weekly? I don't know. But he has been going regularly enough to quote Dr. Musa from time to time. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> and then when do they start crying? He because doesn't cry. Like, she no. cries. Oh, she starts crying when they're when they're having this whole conversation. I feel like it's, it's, it's getting very deep because she's oh, recalling okay, everything. Okay. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Because this is how we transition into chapter 28. <laughs> so... After this deep conversation, she starts tearing up just thinking about it all. Oh, they say some other stuff about, like, Henry. I can't remember. Um, I can't remember either because... Something no, about the, the painting of the wall and stuff and, like... Wait, are you sure it's not from when they fought in the garage a couple chapter, chapters ago? Okay, I know what we're missing. So they talk about whose fault it was. It Nobody's wasn't anybody's fault. fault. <laughs> But they okay. talk about the fact that, like, Josiah had told Yasmin, please don't close up the grits. Please don't close up grits. And he was like, I don't want to go on a trip. And then he was saying how he felt something was wrong, like, the minute he got off the plane mm -hmm. and landed in wherever it was he was supposed to be at. And she she was like, I, I've thought about it, like, 15 different ways. Like, was I supposed to... I told Milk to go home early because he was his stomach or something was hurting and I was going to close up and then I ran I, and I should have it was on my list to fix the board on the ground and I didn't do it and that's what I tripped on and then I fell on my stomach and I knew immediately and then she's also she also drove herself to the hospital which I think is crazy because then she was like should I not have driven myself to the hospital should I have like would that have saved time would that not have saved time and Josiah's like if I was there I could have helped her just a bunch of what ifs, which like yeah. we said last time, like we can always what if, what if, what if, what if. But like in this life of, of sin, if this is what God has intended for us, yeah. what can we really do other Nothing. than try and cope? And 
yeah and it's just a bunch of stuff and like oh yeah it's just sad like nobody should have to do that like I didn't realize she was already like eight months gone like because in my head I can't do math so I wasn't sure what 36 you want you're right now that I said allow 36 weeks pregnancy is like 10 months you know what it makes no, sense. No, 100%. And then, like, I think I keep... Oh, I know we talked about this in the other episode, but I keep going back to what Josiah spoke to Dr. Musa about saying that this woman had a completely uncomplicated pregnancy. Like, you don't you don't expect anything to go wrong. Like, yeah. you are having the perfect one. She probably was glowed up. Cause I, how she's described is a beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure this baby just gave her that extra. And just this happening to her, of course she was completely unconsolable. Like there's I understand, girl. I hundred percent understand. Um but so again, it's he, nobody's fault. Um it just unfortunately, like those are the cards that our good lord had had set up. Um Yeah, so and then um that leads into chapter 28 or that was the beginning of chapter 28 and so she's crying in his arms mm-hmm. and he looks up at her she looks up at him and she says ask me again if i'm sorry you and vashti broke up and now he's looking at her and i feel like i wrote the page number like i feel like i'm supposed to she but says, they start they start kissing she y'all says, hell, she says hell no and immediately they crash into each other's faces I just found out the Yamazaki is $250. <laughs> is that what you've been looking at yeah. this whole time? Because I've heard of it before, but I never, I didn't understand like the popularity or the hype around it. It's $250 Canadian dollars. <laughs> like for, for whiskey? With Japanese whiskey? It must be nice. Must be. Also, that's an expensive gift for people who may or may not buy a restaurant. <laughs> Truly. But I mean, you know, that's a testament to Mary and Ken. Aren't they so lovely? <laughs> okay um anyway so yes they crash into each other's faces and now they are full-fledged making out and they haven't why you sound like oprah i don't know i don't know why i say like i'm sorry excuse me um and of course you know they haven't smooshed since the they were married so you can just imagine i'll (laughs) i just need to say something again to my queen um the author of this book (laughs) Kennedy Ryan, you are a writer. Okay, you really are. I like the way you describe um these type of intimate scenes. You definitely got Hannah and Odelia feeling, I don't know, just feeling relaxed, feeling grateful. Um, anyway, so they're kissing, they're kissing. Um, it's from what it's described, it's like very desperate very thirsty because they really wanted each other and they had no idea they wanted each other until this moment and now josiah is coming to his senses just like no girl we gotta stop we can't do this but he says something that really hurt her feelings which is more i can't go there with you i can't go there with you again yeah and this of course makes yasmin feel like oh my god like this man truly hates me to the bone like and she says, I'm so sorry. Like she mumbles, I'm sorry, and gets up and practically rushes out of the room to her side of the room and he's left behind. She is so frustrated. I mean, girl, me too. <laughs> because I thought we were gonna <laughs> at this point I thought, damn, so we're not gonna get some? I said, fuck, uh, damn. <laughs> um, so she's she bangs her head behind the door and it's like, you know what? The best thing to do for horniness is just to go to sleep. <laughs> If you guys are hungry and can't afford it, go to sleep. If you have cramps, go to sleep. Okay. If you're horny, there's nothing you can do about it. 
shut your eyes some and go you, to sleep. It's clearly some of you haven't had those type of cramps that wake you up in the night. I've like, had those before, but I keep telling Lord, please, please let me go to sleep. If you're asleep, you can't feel anything. What can your body do no, to you? No, but you know how bad it is when you, you're like, damn, I can't sleep through this. Like, never, I've never had that before. Oh my God, I have. I'm, you know, I'll sleep through most things. That's true. <laughs> but that, that was, is true. I was like, my body is fighting me from within. <laughs> But anyways, back to these two. Yeah, so Yasmin is now, she doesn't even bother taking her, her dress on or whatever she's wearing. She just hops into that bed and just lays down. I mean, she was down. in sweatpants and a t-shirt. Oh, was she? Yeah. Okay, but most people don't sleep with sweatpants and a t-shirt. Like, you want to sleep with but okay. comfies. Comfier, comfiers. <laughs> Why are you laughing Because like I said this? most people don't want to sleep with comfies. They want to sleep with comfiers. Because a sweatshirt, uh, a t-shirt, <laughs> and a sweatpants. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Um, so, so anyways if you guys ever want to know who the real hater is in this <laughs> wow. dynamic duel we have here Udilla do always you? bullies me like what is this you guys what is this do you know how many of my jokes you've left hanging just go back and listen on this to podcast them. just on this podcast alone well let me ask the audience you guys <laughs> let me know if i have aired this girl before when she says a joke it's just dead peak silent in certain parts <laughs> but anyways let me just continue where i was I'm going you, girl. i love you <laughs> <laughs> any hearst where was i going um, so, so she's in the bed so she's in, in bed and she's like beating herself up again like she's replaying that line like i can't go there with you again um and she's she's just like yeah i've done it like i've really i've sent him away like there's no coming back from this and then he comes back to the doorway and he's standing like i can see it in my head also update i know what i said josiah is aldous hodge okay <laughs> that is who i see him as that is who i wanted to be when the, he eventually joined who i hope is tiana paris um this is my fan casting tiana paris as the mama or as yasmin aldous hodge as josiah you guys can pick whatever black youths are are kicking it up for the kids i don't care um and then i personally would love uh jennifer lewis as miss carol. carol yes i think what we should do is that we should make a post of who <laughs> we think these characters are no i think we should no i think we should i say calling upon tiana paris <laughs> calling upon aldous hodge calling upon the grandmother of hollywood miss jennifer lewis <laughs> and then should we make a group chat just have them all and then leave and say candy ryan we did it for you now go off like they're gonna see that shit. You know? i act like an important person i'm not i'm not but okay who what i can't figure out is who i need to be soledad but let me think about it a little more and i'll get back I to see vanessa guys. hudgens stop it no no seriously vanessa hudgens yeah no, that's High serious. musical, but that's because <laughs> did you ever watch um that that emanation that uh what's his face, uh kid oh no 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 kid Cuddy, kid Cuddy did that's an animation yeah I think they should put Vanessa Hudgens because she plays a great role as that one as a side character Soledad hundred percent Soledad is a black Puerto Rican lady Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens is Filipino we don't have to do them ethnicity for ethnicity so we're going to um. And Dead like serious. I said, we're going to ignore Hana here. 
and we're you know what you guys give me what we you can think. even have that girl the main character play um jen uh, not jenna jones <laughs> hendrix yasmin what's her name she's always in those quirky black comedies who was in still in Kid Cudi's? She's a no. main character. I think you're just saying names now. You're just saying anything. I know who you're talking about. Absolutely not. The homegirl from Love Life, right? Yes, her. That tall, beautiful girl. Beautiful, beautiful gowns. Uh, Whoa. No. Oh wow. I didn't even mean like that. Beautiful gowns. What's her name? Jessica something. Jessica something. Yeah, I think she could play from it Two too. Dope Queens, guys. Yes, I think she that, could play which is it another as well. great podcast. Um which no longer exists but anyways okay we've been as she could play hendrix that is what i just said oh i didn't catch that sorry why would you want her to play this oh, is so like... i think i actually meant hendrix not um <laughs> yasmin. yasmin yeah but who who what fine white man could be mark chris evans i'm tired of seeing his ass okay if you want fits from no no absolutely don't even i don't want no don't bring him near I know anything. who you play. Kevin from This Is Us. No, I don't like it. I can't take him seriously. Sorry. Sorry. Have you noticed all my suggestions are being denied? <laughs> ask yourself you guys a question. Let me ask the audience. Let me ask the audience. I mean, I would take Chris Evans if I had to choose from your selection. Because I don't see Aldous Hodges, Josiah at all. Well, but who that's do you what see? you see. I really like Kerry Washington's Okay, husband. but here's the thing. When I got to chapter 30, like, 8, I just can't see it. I'm sorry. I see all this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because they're not described. It's not described as a dark-skinned man. I don't care. Oh, okay. But when I said <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens. Okay, go ahead. We can we can change to make characters darker. We can't change to make characters lighter. You see how that works? I think Kerry Washington's husband would be actually perfectly described because he's described as a very latte kind of man that's what it's described and i think he would make honestly that was a that was a score right there okay but can we find out what all this hodge is doing i know he like to build his little watches and stuff but if he's available you know i'm just saying we should yeah no we should not knock down any choices like you know we should anyways we've been edging you guys so what happens now is josiah's standing at the door looking like a little kid like i imagine he's standing and he looks really meek and he's just like once he's like we'll do it one time like just we'll do it one time get get out of our systems and forget this night happened that's the only way it works and i was like this is (laughs) i say okay can the biggest fool in the world raise their hand (laughs) It's not me, it's not Dilla, it's not Yasmin, it's Josiah, Josiah Wade. Because you saying that is a full-fledged lie. You said once, then I'm doing it twice, y'all. <laughs> anyway, ridiculous. do you want to describe what the lovemaking was or should we just give a little brisk, top-level how it was and then move on? I'm trying to remember because I've read a couple of these scenes now. Um, let's see. <laughs> Jeez, she doesn't even know which one it is. <laughs> I can tell you. Okay. No, no. First things first. I eat your brain. That was she. He goes over to her, and he watches her first. She. Oh, she remembers how much he enjoyed watching her take her clothes off. Oh, so right. she goes ahead and unhooks her bra, pulls up her shirt, and now man is just like, mm hmm, mm hmm, <laughs> mm hmm. 
These are not the I know where written. home is. <laughs> he right always here. knew where home was. He just wasn't allowed in it. Because of you know, we moved. Vashti's no longer part of our that plan. That wasn't Vashti's fault. That was okay, that was his own fault, his own lack of um self awareness to go seek therapy and fix the marriage that he did not you know what we move. <laughs> um so she takes she does all that. Now she leans back, he climbs on top. He does what y'all kissing the neck, kissing you know what it is, cupping the 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 girls and everything. Um he says a lot of <laughs> I don't wanna say them. But you guys need to have to read you have to read the chapter. I'll he, tell you what he said. He, he said, says, This is mine tonight, Yaz. <laughs> Cause I wrote that shit down. <laughs> no, the way Josiah talks about um Yasmin, it's an she's an object of all his desires. Truly. Literally. Because this man says this woman belongs to me. Okay. And I don't I believe care. Her. She fits with me. The way talking about them, you know. Mm getting in in into things he's just like yeah when two becomes one when two becomes one he's <laughs> like yeah it's like a puzzle you found that last missing piece he's like this is right okay gold locks just right um but just to be clear as as physical as it is yasmin yeah. also says like um it's not because she's not been with anyone but him he's yeah. obviously been with bashti and i have to assume there's been a lot of uh, you know a couple other one night stands along the way yeah it has been two years but she says but it's not just the physical release i crave it's the complete for sorry the p- complete focus of his eyes on me mm-hmm. the reverence in his touch that despite all the hell we've gone through somehow survived like and just it just shows like she because he's still battling his emotions but she's reaching a point where she's like i love him fully like i don't just miss him physically like i want my husband back like Mm -hmm. i like him i only want him like please stop i'm begging you josiah let's stop and try again yeah um and you know he's showing that physically he going in he going in he told her to open up (laughs) say he said i want to see you i've thought about this so many times he says open girl don't be shy (laughs) and (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, he does. He does what he's supposed. He, okay, Josiah is a good lover, you guys. He he knows how to give his girl what she needs. He he's of course they were married for some time, so he knows her body, and it's exactly what the doctor ordered. Yes, and um, just be clear because you brought it up in the last one. You said you don't think she's been with like anyone, just him. Yeah. She does mention having former boyfriends when she talks about, you know. I had no idea. Second on lollipops. And. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. She does talk about that, saying that. Um, that brings my other point. Yes. And I don't know if I should wait till next episode because I have read a couple of the scenes now. What do but... you mean? You re- you finished the book. <laughs> Tell the people what you did. You finished the book. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this. <laughs> don't lie to us, man. You've maybe been read it over again. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Anyways, I will say this, though, is that you can always, as much as I'm sucked in, you can always tell when something is written by a woman because Josiah is that much of a giver and he never receives that. Y'all can call that a spoiler. In the rest of this book, he never receives. You get what I'm putting down, pick it up. Okay, he's always ready to munch. All right. Ice Spice Munch is about him. 
but he is not eat. But Yasmin is not an eater. She's never been an eater. She's an eater for Josiah, but he he just wants to see her all the time. Like really, he just he is in love with seeing her pleasure, mm -hmm. which we love here. We really do. But I just want to point out. Um, and I, I think I, I, okay, I spoke to Dylan in the hallway this morning, y'all. So, like, she really knows about this. But I thought it was so funny when he was reassuring um, Yasmin that he has not. Um... <gasps> yes! Yeah, I thought it was really funny that wait, he wait. said. Was that this scene? I think it was this scene. Because it's the first time doing it. And he says, I've only had sex raw with you, like nobody else. Which I thought was really funny. Um, <laughs> are we sure this is it? I think this is it. Is it not? No, it's not. I literally just picked up the book and the page I'm on. It says he puts a condom on. So you just spoiled it for chapter thirty four. <laughs> well, what can I say? <laughs> you got me. Um, um <laughs> sorry, y'all. So actually, he does put. I'm so confused because I actually wrote it down here and I put it under that chapter. Yeah. So I don't know why you. This is why we shouldn't read ahead because, ugh. Anyway, but you notice how you made the mistake. I know, and you should have stopped me right in time. But I just told you I don't think that happened. You should have stopped me right there. Anyway, so they do it the first time, and it's kind of quick. And she's like, you know, was it quick? I mean, they kind of were just getting out of their system, so they had to go backwards time too. And she says it's slower and more tender and more heartbreaking this time because I know this is the last. And I was like, no, not the last. Well, I knew it was not going to be the last. So I said, girl, get over yourself. Yeah, Move but I on. had to pretend as well. What? You know, to get into it. Okay. I had to pretend. So I that that leads us to chapter twenty nine. And so chapter twenty nine, um, we're back. We're back in in Atlanta, Sky, the home of the Migos. Skyland. What's their Skyland? Skyland. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, essentially, what's happening is Kasim does what every kid does: is mommy, I'm hungry. What's for dinner? And she's like, bro, when are you gonna make dinner? And he's like, I mean, I can try if you really want. You know that little people pleaser. And then she's like, I'm kidding. I've ordered Indian. It's on its way. I would love a butter chicken right now personally mm, um, some uh masala with some, with some, mm, and just garlic naan ooh ooh and a mango lassie ah! ooh wee <laughs> sorry um <laughs> <laughs> so uh so then she's like it's okay i ordered indian and mark speaking of mark is calling her phone and he's like i my family owns a tree farm uh where they cut trees for christmas which i think can i just say something guys that is ridiculous to me what why are you cutting down a tree every year to sit in your house for christmas and then on top of that the tree is so highly flammable the the least spark from the lights will set the whole thing off People, because it's a tradition to have the, um, a real Christmas tree. We, our planet is dying too quickly Listen, for you guys to be I can tell trees. you right now, the families that use real trees contribute less than 1% to the care. issues that's going on right now with our climate. I know the issue is My Exxon is Mobil BP. and BP, but I still think it's ridiculous. If I have to use paper straws, they have to stop cutting trees. Um, so anyways. I mean, fair enough. 
so Mark's family owns a tree farm and he's like, I got this perfect tree. If y'all want it, it's yours. If not, my sister's a single mom and I know she's not even thought about it. He's like, yeah. Yes, it's like, okay, yeah, we'll take the tree in. And he's like, well, maybe I can take you out after. And she's like, I already ordered dinner with my kids. And so she comes, he comes by with the tree and um, her kids see him, obviously. And then she's like, well, you're welcome to stay. And he's like, no. So the minute like Kasim and Deja turn the corner, he leans in to kiss her. And she's like, ah, these lips are reserved for my husband. Okay. <laughs> My husband, you know, my husband, that fine ass, questionably light skinned slash dark skinned man. Um, <laughs> You're actually a sick being. Who lives two streets down, you yeah, know. That, that, that man. Um, the Atlanta native. Yeah, that man. Yeah. And he's like, I get it. I mean, you told me I was the first one. Like, mm-hmm. so he's like, is it that I'm not the one or that he still is? And I was like, Ooh. damn. I think it's the yeah the latter I think but she says both so to be fair so then Deja comes back in and um she's like where's Mr. Mark and she's like oh he didn't want to stay for dinner she lied but I think Deja's catching on something yeah it's happening yeah so that leads us to 30 where Kasim's in the car with his dad and they're going to the barber owned by Preach they're going. They're on their way to cuts. Is it called the cut or cuts? I don't or know. Two? I think all male oh, they're called. Oh, yeah, they're all called some in a variation um, of that. Yeah, they're in the car on their way to Preach's uh, barber shop, and uh, they're just having conversation. Of course, um, Josiah's asking how therapy is going and stuff, and you know the boys just like it's good, it's good. He's like, okay, and so like, how is school? And he, just, he talks about his teacher giving him some extra work, yeah, you know, and he thinks like, um, he thinks it's cool, like he's not struggling, but he, the kids are teasing him, and Josiah asks questions around like, okay, how does that make you feel, and like, what's going on here, and like, da, da, da. and then he was just like, well, you know, I think they just tease me because I'm smart and whatever, and I really like Kasim, like he's a very um. Like, I, he's definitely, he's a very compassionate person. I hope he, like, maintains it as he gets older. And he's super, super smart. He definitely has a bit of anxiety around certain things, but I, I love him. Certain. I, you know, too much for a child his age, but, like, hey, you know, the moment you start socializing, it, it the anxiety just comes through. You know, we, we, all, we, all, we all get stung by it. Anywho... Um, and then he talked about, I think it was maybe an accidental slip, but he talked about the tree being, I Mark coming over to bring the tree. I yelled, no, out loud, and like put my <laughs> eyes away from the book. Why? Because <laughs> I said, Kasim, why are you trying to break up a happy couple? No! <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't think it was going to have and a that's visceral... problem with kids. That's true, they, they talk about anything. talking. Okay, yeah. and it wasn't the fact that he spoke, so... Yes, and one thing that was cute about Kasim is that he said his friend Jamal thinks he's cool. Yes. I think that's so Jamal. important when kids like, you know, I saw the cutest video of these two boys the other day on their mom's ring camera. Mm-hmm. The one who lives there, like, he scared the kid, mm-hmm. and then it was his friend. I guess they had some kind of squabble at school, and he was like, "I'm sorry," and he's like, "I'm sorry," and he's like, "I didn't mean to," and then he's like, "Can I give you a hug?" Aww. And he's like, "Yeah, okay." He's like, "I'm still a little mad about it, but yeah, okay." And Aww. I was like. 
just remember that Kasim is going to the going to the barber, but he actually has a specific style that him, him and Jamal, Jamal are gonna came rock. Up with. Oh, oh. <laughs> so cute, so cute. I love him. I love him. Deja, why could you be like that? Stop. Okay, so she got shots. I won't me. lie to you again because I finished the book. There was something she did that just, but <clears throat> okay. Anyways, um, so Billy and Kasim was like, "His dad, okay, let, let's hurry up and get in here, and then we're gonna." get you to home so you can do homework and then he says and decorate the trees like oh you guys got trees like yeah mark brought it mr lancaster mm-hmm. and he's like oh, you know mom's boyfriend i said ah! yeah now because you're doing too much don't use that word <laughs> don't, use it don't talk here. about your mama's boyfriend in front of your mama's husband okay i don't like that i see the thing is that josiah is driving you guys okay <laughs> i'm surprised he didn't swerve off the road <laughs> but he, instead of killing him and his baby he just started gripping that the wheel, wheel. <laughs> he was giving it a hard time i know the steering wheel was like damn chill out <laughs> <laughs> um and i think at this point it's a more of an internal conversation uh josiah's having himself he's just like wow like did she is are, are they more far along that she's giving up that she, not giving up than she said um and he's worried he's worried that yasmin is is with doing somebody things. else yeah and he's just like well i bet mark cannot her twice the way i did like I okay now remember josiah. that let me try and find that in here i said now hold on josiah okay it, it's it doesn't have to be like this um, it wasn't even just that it was like my imagination floods with visions of a blonde politician leaving our bedroom wearing nothing but pajama bottoms strolling down the stairs and making himself a cup of coffee in my kitchen with my kids mm-hmm. after a night of my wife mm-hmm. she's not yours and then he goes ahead and talks about she was soft her curves fitting like she was made for me and me alone you see this possessive behavior and normally yeah, I would that's hate my baby that. rocking my chain <laughs> Normally, I would hate that. I'd be like, ew. Mm. But in fictional men, yeah. Remember my black woman? I'm like, oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, possessive king. <laughs> we are yes, not. be pharaoh. We are not condoning. No, please don't do this. Listen, being. don't do that because please. if you are that type of person, seek help. There's something wrong with you. We're saying and in girlies, this world, this fictional Skyland world of ours, it's okay. There no, rules don't apply in the Simland. <laughs> girlies please get away from a man who is not possessive in a cute way yes it has okay. to be it has to be a wholesome possession not not i'm gonna kill you possession you know what i mean yes there's a difference mm-hmm. okay so they walk into the barber shop which is in castleberry hill mm-hmm. don't know if this is real but it's described as like this hub of black businesses again very fitting for what i know of atlanta it's like the new black hollywood and like you know black capitalism <laughs> <laughs> capitalism is still capitalism <laughs> listen <laughs> but you know if you make it black hashtag representation mm-hmm um but anyways so he goes in his kid's getting a cut from preach and preach is looking at him like oh so you you now you go on on vacations we can't get away with your ex-wife and you don't want to tell me mm-hmm. and he's looking at him like where are the details you know and i get preach i'm also a girl like i hate when my friends go out and do things 
with their respective partners or lovers, whatever. Like, where is my hot goss? Like, that is the exchange rate, the currency in this friendship. friendship. Yeah, you have to you have to inform me every single time y'all do things. Okay, like, hello, it's keeping up with your life. Honestly, yeah. like, damn, yeah, I'm not I only going to be there when you're telling me all the bad things he did. Tell me about the good things, you know. But anyways, so. He he's like, well, you better give me the details. And they're having eye conversations because Kasim's there, and it's Candy Ryan also paints like this very black barbershop scene mm-hmm. where like they're talking about who's better, LeBron or Jordan or Kobe, and like um, the old heads are like LeBron or Jordan's better or Kobe's better for this reason. LeBron's not good because of this reason, and like Preach asks poor Kasim, and he's like, let me just pick the most appropriate answer. And he's like, ah. Uh, Jordan and they're like yeah that's a good answer son good answer it's kind of like family feud <laughs> and um after the haircut's done and it's nice and snazzy just how Kasim and Jamal would like it Preach is like you Mr. Josiah better come to the back with me and give me these details he's like what's this I hear about you spending the night with your ex-wife and he doesn't tell them that they hooked up right nope. He doesn't say. And he keeps he, it to himself. Yeah. But Preach has an idea. It's just like, hmm. He's like, well, do you want it to be another chance? And I don't think he's telling him not to. But, and we also learned that the night that um, Yasmin sent him away because they wanted a divorce, mm-hmm. he went to Preach, drank himself into a stupor, and laid there like a broken man. So, like, Preach is, Preach is, on top of being his friend, he's seen it all. Yeah. Um, but Preach is like, is this something that you want? He's like, no, no. And he's like, what did Erica Badu say? He's like, I guess we'll see it uh, in a lifetime. In next, in next lifetime. lifetime. I love that song. Um, what am I supposed to do when I want you? Yeah. Um, and he's just lying now between his teeth. Just lying. Like, Absolutely. Why are you lying? So then... We leave the hair store, the hair store, the salon, the barber shop, mm-hmm. and I have chapter thirty one is written here. Oh, it's New Year's. Yes, it's New Year's. Um, it's okay. New Year's for the uh the, the Grits. Grits. They have their annual yeah. New Year's party, and this is something um that um Yasmin usually prepared organizes in the past, and she only got back into it this year. Um, exactly. This so year. she's not done it in like two years, and she's doing just a. She's done a great job. She's decorated. She's got the food organized. Vashi's helping around with the with the catering and stuff. Like everything is going according to plan. I think in the beginning, the only things that I were catching up on is that Soledad made a bunting. I don't know what the hell that is. Bunch cake. B u n d. It's not a. It's that's not what I saw. Is it a bunting or a bun? How do you spell it? It's B u. Hold on. Oh la 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 ooh, b u n t i n g was sh- they said it was chef's kiss. I thought it was like a bunt bunt cake that but they would like say German cake, cake afterwards with the yeah. Cause I I got it from my big fat Greek wedding. Oh, I don't know what that is then. But I don't know what a bunting is like. What is this girl? Um, huh? <laughs> anyway, so. Tell me why these Americans... Is it this? 
oh she she, she does do decorations yeah that's why because i, I yeah. knew it was not cake because i'm just like it had to because she's very like so it's the flags guys is what they call that no idea i guess so wow. like the triangular decoration you want y'all just google it y'all have the same google we got bunting bunting that's what it is that's crazy and, anyway you know hana spelled it for you b-u-n-d-t-i-n-g yes annie hurst i wrote down here edward is a weapon formed against soledad yeah her he husband is an evil 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 man unsupportive useless honestly he's deadbeat in so many ways in so so many he's, ways he's he's genuinely my biggest fear as a man mm-hmm. so he they're sitting at the table it's yasmin hendrix soledad deja's there lupe soledad's daughter and i think a couple of her other kids are there as well and soledad or Hennen and yaz are praising her about the the, the bunting the decorations yeah and she's like you you really need to like do this thing for real like yeah, you turn need into to a business i feel like you can make so much money off this. yeah and hen you know hen's always she's she's a businesswoman. yeah and this is when that idiot edward who's been on his phone the whole time puts his head up because he says somebody's praising my wife absolutely not none of my watch <laughs> he's like what are y'all talking about huh yeah. and she's like we just think you know soul can turn this into like a little business of some sort and he's like she doesn't want to do that no she's she, got the kids yeah we have kids to take care of and and this and that and Deja actually is like actually women can do a lot of things at the same time mm-hmm. like you know and and Lupe chimes in and it's like actually I think mom should do it like I don't want her to say that she didn't do something because you know mm-hmm. I, I like these new age daughters mm-hmm. I do yeah Deja be like Lupe though defend your mama just a little bit but anyways so she <laughs> she's they're like she can do both but like Soledad's looking at the phone that Edward's typing mm-hmm. on. So there's a lot of things happening here. He's unsupportive. He just wants her to be barefoot and pregnant in his kitchen. Mm-hmm. And he he's talking to somebody, but it's not Soledad. Mm-hmm. And he's tapping away on Steve Jobs' little block, you mm-hmm. know. And either way, Edward's made an enemy out of me. If Edward has a thousand haters, I'm one of them. <laughs> if Edward no, has he's... no haters, just know I'm dead. Okay. He's truly the person who will suck the life out of you. His Edward is the case study that all those articles use to describe why marriage is, does not work for women. Listen. Like you are you are the person they were writing about. Exactly. Because he has made her life I mean, she has two beautiful girls, three beautiful girls, and she's happy. But I cannot believe that you don't see your wife beyond this, the mother of your children yep. and the person who takes care of the house from time to time. You can't see her as an entrepreneur. You can't see her as somebody who can make money for herself, be independent, use her creative senses to become something. And also, it's her interest. Like, why did you not? Why are you not interested in what your wife is interested in? Because he's the type of man who sees her as an extension of him she's here to serve him take care of his kids keep up his house yeah she's a glorified babysitter and maid Mm -hmm. and on some occasions i am gonna assume a sex worker as well because but he doesn't see her as a person with thoughts and hobbies and and things like that like yeah it's it's kind of crazy but yeah and of course, like, you know, so that is hearing all these replies come from Deja, from Hendrix, from her own daughter, Lupe. And she's like giving that weak smile. I'm like, OK, <laughs> but like she's also nervous because Edward's out here typing and doing whatever. Um, 
Anywho, I think uh, I think that before we move into like the next couple of scenes that happen, they decide that um, Deja's gonna stay over with Lupe at their house, and then um, Yasmin, Soledad, and Hendrix are gonna have a girls' night. And Edward, <laughs> Edward tries to uh, relieve you. himself from Thank all the you. tension he's getting from all the people around him. I and says, "Oh, I, I can. I will drop the girls over to the house, honey. You go ahead and stay with the girls." Everybody said that's suspicious. That he's that's my suspicious. least favorite type of man. Yeah, we're like, I, first of all, I hate manipulative men. Yeah, because you're doing this in the pub. We already know you don't take care of your kids mm-hmm. because we already see Soledad do everything. Now you're acting like you're giving her, you're giving the maid a day off. That's what you're doing. Oof. You're, you know, you see that and nobody agrees with you. You're like, well, let me pretend to be a good husband today. Yeah. You're still trash. You were trash when your mama gave birth to you. Yeah. You're trash today and you're going to die as trash. Yeah. But that's just me. No, 100%. Giving the maid from Skyland a day off. Like, come on now. Like, what is wrong with you? And I hated, I hated that he said that. Oh, I was so, it's no worries. I'll take the girls after we're done here. That, like, everybody turned around and said, that is so weird. But anyway, I don't know what's going on there. I hope they clarify it in the ne- in the oh, last couple of chapters. Of course you do, because you read the book last night. You texted me this morning saying, baby, I read the book. I said, that's nice. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. <laughs> anyway, we move. Um... And so, um, of course, Yasmin being the person who's taking care of everyone, she is just, you know, doing her rounds, making sure everything is set for the toast that's coming up, like, I think in 30, 45 minutes. So she wants to make sure the champagne is ready to be popped, sizzled, and drank. So, she knows she's walking around, but she keeps getting stopped by various people saying, oh, we're so happy you're here. Oh, my God, like, thank you. This event is wonderful. And it really goes to show that, like, no one's no. she says, Specifically, no one's giving her that sad look that she had when she was going through that oh, whole depressive good. stage. I don't remember that. Um, she's more of like, everyone's really happy to see her. She can feel the love, the joy that everyone has for her. And I think it just boosts her confidence that she's on the right track to being a better person and healing from all that tragic, wretched stuff that she went through. Um, she goes to the kitchen. She's like, hey, Vashti, how are things going on here? Vashti's, Vashti's doing her Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Table two. Bring out the Wellington beef Wellington. It's not cooked. Get the fuck out of my kitchen. You know what I mean? But in a softer Get voice. Get out. But in a softer voice. Come here. Come here. Come here. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay has violated many human rights um, protocols. But <laughs> the chicken is still raw. You expect me to serve raw? chicken get out <laughs> sorry guys no no you you're on track you're, you're good girl you're good um and so then she goes and then she asks vashti where is josiah she said oh josiah's in the cellar she's like okay cool i didn't know they had a cellar grits i said oh cellar but she did say it was a makeshift shell cellar. oh no she said yeah oh okay because i'm pretty sure it was only two stories of an old house yeah I that's said, what she where? said she said it's makeshift okay cool so they go to their makeshift cellar and I just want you guys to know that Deja did the hair for the night, okay? She put her mama's hair in a ponytail, which makes me happy because it's like, okay, now Deja is doing her mama's hair. They're bonding. They're bonding, which is great. 
Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why Adil's looking at me weird because now I know something bad happened. Like this is why I didn't want her to read the book before. Like like this. No, nothing bad happened. Oh, okay, cool. And she's wearing a beautiful pink dress with some sequins on them. Like she's looking very glittery for New Year's, of course. Like you have to dress to the occasion. Josiah is in the cellar, um, unpacking different boxes for the champagne. Uh, Milky's there, and I think there's somebody else there as well. And they all see um, Yasmin, and they're really happy to see her. And the two guys who are there with Josiah excuse himself and say yeah let's Milky have he let, and somebody else i, I think what his host. name is i guess i guess yeah I, I keep forgetting his name i i highlighted it but i totally forgot um and they walk away and just give a chance for josiah and yasmin to have a conversation which they do of course josiah is lusting over his wife she's looking good okay she's looking praise to the god yeah she's lusting i wrote absence makes the heart grow horny yes because that's <laughs> <laughs> because they, yeah that's what <laughs> that's what they wrote down here <laughs> um and you know they're just looking at each other of course this is the first time they've seen each other since the uh two do 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 occasion i'm too embarrassed to say the f word oh my god they were hunching y'all okay they hunching yeah yeah um you know he says you look good she's like yeah thank you thank you you know mm-hmm. um i don't know what led to another thing but they were almost kissing until vashti no you missed the part okay, sorry this is so important this is integral okay. to my integral being. like go ahead girl <laughs> this book has changed me like <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> let, let me choose that right now kenny ryan this book has changed odilio <laughs> Here's the thing, right? So they're like, oh, let's pop a bottle. And she's like, it's kind of early. Don't you think it's bad luck? And he's like, who cares about that shit? Like, luck is what right. you make it. So yes. they drink and then he hugs her and she he says, Happy New Year, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. This is the second time he has called her baby. That, oh, right. He called her that during during the hunching. Yeah. And she's like, I don't even think he realizes. Yeah. He just, you know he what just else falls he right out of him. During the hunching? Okay. The first hunching. <laughs> We're grown women. We don't want to say the F word. No, because I don't want to just throw F bombs here and there. Like, it's inappropriate. Yes. Yes. Of course. Of course. Anyways, while they were hunching, he said, when he, when he said, Ooh, I'm about to dab in. Once he was in there, he was like, Ooh, that made no sense. <laughs> no, he was shocked. He said, how in the world does this math math? He was confused. <laughs> he was like, I've not been in these parts in so long yet. <laughs> it's still doing what it does. Yeah. Okay. That's why I said her poop won't bring life. Vashti did not. Come on. Oof. <laughs> yeah, I'm the mean one. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying me. I'm just saying Vashti's poop did not bring life for Josiah. Yeah. Her poop but- brought a speckle it brought corn pudding Oof! it brought the ribs too <laughs> and the croquet the croquettes the sh- the salmon croquettes yeah that's all it brought <laughs> <laughs> we're so me vashti burns i personally i'm team vashti okay anyway so he vashti so they're hugging and he mm-hmm. goes happy new year baby and um <laughs> what was that that is my is that, impersonation is that, your, is that your aldous hodge impersonation yes okay <laughs> so anyway so then they're hugging and vashi why is vashi here so vashi comes in and she's like oh i didn't know i i i didn't know oh oh and she's like it's okay 
you know, yeah, it's just God could do it. No, it's fine. It's totally fine. Yeah. I'll just go. I'll just go. And Bashi looks like somebody stabbed her with like 15 different knives. <laughs> and um, so she enters the cellar. But Yasmin's just like me for real. She said, I'm going to pretend to walk away yep. and come back. Yeah. And as she's doing that, she sees that he's like hugging her and she's like, are they still together? Is this a reconciliation? Essentially doing everything Josiah did in the car yep. about Mark, but with um, Vashti. And worse, because she started crying. Yeah. And somebody who works there, I don't remember her name. She's like, do you want me to do the toast? She's like, no, no, it's it's Gucci Gucci. I'll do it. Yep. So she gets up there and she's like, oh, I, you know, you know, it's been a hard couple of years. I'm really excited to be back here doing this. And I can't wait to what the new year brings. And like, yeah, happy new year. You know, thank you. Another we made around this uh the rock one more time absolutely i mean your pain becomes champagne that's what she does say oh yeah because he says that in the cellar yeah it's so, a jay-z line it is so anybody who is a big fan of jay-z and kanye otis. west watch the throne otis there's a particular line i don't know who i think it was jay who said it he's yeah. just like may all your pain be champagne so they talk about it in the cellar before vashti enters and so she ends her toast with saying looking at the josiah directly may all your pain become champagne which is really cute and yeah so then her and hendrix and soledad hendrix had convinced them to walk to her place because hendrix didn't drive there because she wanted to drink freely and i get that yeah but it is cold but then i thought about i'm like this is atlanta so it's not really cold no it's not toronto <laughs> cold, okay they're they're down south it's not like a nice spring day i know <laughs> talking about brr, brr. no it's not brr, brr for you <laughs> Um, clearly, you know, we're in Canada, we've not made it obvious. <laughs> and anybody who says anything is cold, we're like, you nah, don't know cold. No. Okay. Know. But summers in Toronto, guys, we're telling you, summers in Toronto, do it while we still can, while oxygen is still free. They mm -hmm. are like no other. But um, anyways. So they go to a well where they're gonna throw in uh stones. Hey. Stones. Coins. <laughs> Sorry, I was really. I had to. I had to say what? Stop you! I had to stop stones. you! I had to stop you immediately. What? No. You know those wish fountains where you I throw coins? I know what a wishing fountain yeah, is. So I've done it they, before. Okay. Okay. But then I was like, the word coins was not coming to me. Yeah. So you said stones instead. <laughs> so anyway, so they throw the stone. <laughs> I'll help y'all, girl. Don't worry. So they throw <laughs> the coins into the fountain. They don't share their wishes. And then the whole night, Yasmin was actually wearing a necklace with a, the ring that Josiah gave her around it. And the, the wheelbarrow. Oh, and the, wheel the wheels fall off. And the wheelbarrow to say until the wheels fall off. Oof. Love is sweet. Oh. <laughs> and because of she's in a she's quite an irrational shock phase because she saw Vashti hugging Josiah and thought to herself yeah these two are definitely gonna get back together like why wouldn't he like she's great and I'm just a loser so she does the most irrational thing and takes that necklace off and throws it into the fountain and that's why I thought to myself why would you do that I literally wrote Yasmin why in huge letters like why would you do that so when her ass got back and went back to the fountain, took off her shoes to look for it, I said, yeah. you better look the whole night. She was not thinking straight. And I understand because there are times when I don't think straight. But I know for a fact that if I can make money off something, 
Wait, I can pawn this thing. I Girl, can do whatever. That I need is to do. not why. Well, just keep it because honestly, that man is my soulmate. I'm keeping everything, everything he's given and me. And to to that point, she decides in that moment. She's like, I love this man. I, I want to be him. with him. Mm-hmm. I bring in this new year. Like I know we talked about starting new things, but I don't want a new thing. I want him. So what I'm bringing to new year is hope. Hope that I can fix this and repair the damage that I've done. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. So, you know, she looks it out and the girls are like, why are you in the in the fountain? And she's like, I will tell you guys after. Um. So then we jump to chapter 33, I think. That 32 was... is when she talks to the therapist in 33, oh, the last chapter. Okay, yeah. yeah. So 32. That's a very short one. That's right. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. 32, she tells um Dr. Adams, like, she wants her man back. Yeah. She essentially gives her this whole spiel about, like, you have to forgive yourself for the things that you've done. Right. And you have to choose. Don't treat that woman who was depressed as some separate entity to you. Yep. That was you. You've gone through stuff, and that's made a new you. You can't act like that was a different version. You can't also revert back to the woman that you were prior to all of that happening. All of that is a part of you and it's shaped to you to who you are right now. Mm-hmm. And you instead of just, you know, laying in the sadness of it all, make it something. Strive to, you know, to live your life despite all of that. Learn something. Learn from this. Amen, Odilia. Um, and she's like, you have to tell yourself, what day am I going to start living for me? And she mm-hmm. said, today. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, we skip to Deja's 14th birthday party. Yes. And Josiah, honestly, Josiah's at the door and he's bringing gifts and he's he's getting teary eyed at the thought of his baby girl. Yeah. And we get a glimpse of him like he was really nervous to be a dad and he was anxiety written the whole nine months of gestational time. And he never shared that with Yasmin because, of course, he never talked about his feelings. Yeah. But you know he just remembers being nervous and just not wanting to screw her up and he's like well i've I've not done so yet i do think you could put your foot down a few more times with her but that's okay um so she opens the door for him and he calls her like squirrel yeah which is something he's not done since she was a kid she's like that's cute or whatever just don't do it around my friends and he's (laughs) like okay that's fine so um and then she's like oh yeah deja um the cake and she rolls her eyes immediately. And it's like, I know, mom said she wanted to make the cake. Uh, that pissed me off. <laughs> and I was like, girl, I know she can't cook, but please. I mean, the lasagna was great. The stuffing Honestly. was great. Like, she, you can see that there's progress here. Like, let her make you a cake for you. And it's a limoncello pound cake. And I love me. The recipe's in the back of the book. I almost want to try it. Is it actually? Yeah. You know, and so- Soledad's vinaigrette. Oh. And Vashti's auntie's corn pudding. I'm again. I have to call her Kennedy Ryan. Like my queen, you are everything to me. Okay, everything. I'm gonna DM she her right the now. Sister, I never had the mother, the mother I needed. She's an icon. She's and she a is legend. the moment. She's a legend, and she is the moment. I'm dead serious. I'm in love with this woman. Absolutely in love with her. Off Do you see what she's giving us? Recipe. Do you not see the gifts that she has given us? That's a generous queen right there. That I agree. That I agree. And I love the lemon loaf from Starbucks. It's honestly like one <laughs> of my favorite things ever. So I'm assuming this limoncello, the limoncello um, pound cake is similar to that. Because I love pound cake. And like I like anything citrusy. So I'm assuming it's a merge of those two things. Because they're not far from each other. Limoncello is just like a lemon liqueur. Yeah. And then pound cake is, you know, regular pound cake. 
cake, 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 cake. Baby, I like it. It's so exciting. I was thinking of pound cake like Beyonce's partition. Or actually, Beyonce. I think cake by Rihanna. I was thinking Yon- uh, pound, pound, when she said pound cake on Beyonce. Oh. Two legends coexisting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Kenny Ryan, you part of that too, girl. <laughs> Not a trio. Uh, a trio. A trio. Okay, it's so Beyonce, Rihanna, and Kenny, and Kenny Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> Those are my three icons. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so then Josiah's like, I know your mom was making the cake, and he's like, don't do that. Don't roll your eyes at your mama. We already mm-hmm. talked about this. Mm-hmm. Let her do it. Let her have her chance. We don't know how it's going to taste. And he's like, you gave me one dutty ashtray one year and I don't even smoke. Mm-hmm. And I still keep it up there because... I love that reference. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, as an adult, sometimes you keep things just because people put effort into it. And you yeah. just have to be nice. And that is okay. Like my friends bought me a fake fridge for my birthday last oh, year. Oh my God. It's a silver fake fridge because I asked for a proper fridge. They gave me a, a very, very small one. Mind you, the but fridge I she kept asked it. for... I kept, I wanted a bespoke fridge. It's a, it's a $2,000 fridge, which she doesn't have the space for in her home. So like maybe when she gets a big house, maybe if she's nice enough to us, maybe we'll get her the bespoke fridge. But my friends got me a miniature, not even close to bespoke, but it was close. Eh, not even close, but like it was a fridge and I kept it. And sometimes I keep my lip balm in there as <laughs> For safekeeping. For safe I didn't know it's that. A, it's a thought that matters, Deja. So like that <laughs> ashtray and my fridge. Just wow. be happy with what you have. It's a thought. Okay. Well, <clears> anyways, <throat> so now that you've gotten that out of your system, so back to the book. So the party's going on. They're having a good time. It comes time for the cake, and it's actually really good. I'm pretty sure. You know, it's Aunt Bird's recipe, so I imagine it's good. And mm-hmm. um, Deja even genuinely, like, Yasmin says, like, there's no hatred or nothing in her eyes. She's like, this is good, Mom. And, like, mm-hmm. her friends are like, this is really good. And then she's waiting for Josiah to eat it, and she's like, well, like, are you going to even try it? And he's like, damn. And all these memories come rushing back to him. And um, I almost said something I learned in the later chapters. I'm going to keep that to myself. He says that he never, um, his favorite cake from Aunt Bird was the chocolate one. Yeah, but he does say that. But the, the lemoncello one brings back so many memories for Shadow. Um, so after that, the kids go upstairs to do girly things. And the two of them go to the kitchen. And in the kitchen, they're just talking. And he's like, I got to tell you something about Vashti. And Yasmin's like, oh, that you guys are back together. You're going to make it work. And it's okay. And she's like, no. He's like, no. Calma, calma, calma. Calmate. She's, she wants to go to the Charlotte location. Because she thinks we're going to get back together. Mm-hmm. And she can't handle seeing that. And I said, how interesting. Considering she said she never let her business. But anyways. And she's like, well, did you tell her that it's ridiculous, Mm -hmm. that that would never happen? And he's and that you wouldn't even touch me with like a 10 foot pole. And he's like, well, I'm touching you right now. And he like grabs her waist or arm. I can't remember. He grabs her waist and he says, yeah, but I'm like you said, I'm touching you now. And that's how that chapter ends. Now, you guys, you understand why we had to some of us had to go and read ahead (laughs) because how can you yeah, I'm talking to you because you like, read 34 as well. After you forced me to read 34, okay. Um, but that's how that chapter ends for this particular episode, and you guys know, 
you guys know what's about to happen. Like, Be hunching, like, y'all. Like, just know. <laughs> and I already went ahead and read that chapter. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I, I, Kennedy Ryan, like, you are, you are who you say you are. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The woman that you are. Okay. Um, um and anyway that's how we end this particular episode so how are you feeling girl oh uh, i loved it like i don't think i've been as enthusiastic about any of and yeah. that's not no shade because i've loved some of these books One. and i will keep my rating till our next episode i'm so excited to talk about this book again like i am so excited yeah. like i just love this book so much like <laughs> okay you don't have to cry about oh, it now no. God, I'm gonna here. say the writing, the way the plot yes. is opening up, like the way it opens up, um, the complexities, talking about therapy, of course, and just healing, grieving, finding second chances, forgiving oneself, sex scenes, everything about this book is really packaged in a way where I'm just like, girl, like you spent, you really put, you were in your bag, you put your foot into every page. And I, oh god like i would do a reread honestly like, i wish i would and lose I'm, my memory and, and then start, and start again. again like that's <sighs> that's the effect the book has on me um and <sighs> i'm sitting here like what but sorry guys it might be a kennedy ryan run for the next couple Listen. of <laughs> but and the next book that she's writing is soledad's um yeah. perspective uh-huh i'm so excited to see how soledad got her group back and like Oh, but you know what? Let me say some of my comments. But like, it is so good. I I loved these chapters. I love twenty eight <laughs> for yeah. obvious reasons. <laughs> um, I just love it because it's like they're they're t at the point where it's like it's like titillating. Like they just clearly like like they just love each they other. They love each and other just, so much, ugh. and they understand each other. I'm gonna say that chapter twenty eight talking about and when they went to Charlotte and had that whole conversation with the new people who's yes. giving them the the location. I just thought that was just, I thought it was just amazing. Like everybody can see that you guys belong to each other. Even your kids are suspicious. Like what's going on here? And like, don't you feel lighter? Don't you feel happier? Don't you just feel more smiley? Like, I don't know. This book just made me all giddy and just very happy. It made me believe in something that I lost hope in. And that's love in general. But it made me believe that <laughs> Damn, there is after something. after only two books. Yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, overall, I absolutely loved it. I already gave it an 8.5 on the first chapter. <laughs> and honestly, it's it's reaching to a 9. It's reaching. I'm not even going to tell you what my score is. I'm going to say it. For next it's week. reaching to a 9 because imagine the first chapter, I gave it 8.5. I felt it in my spirit. I didn't spirit. feel it in that first chapter. I felt I in my spirit. I said there's something about the writing here and the way the plot is opening up to me that I just know it's going to be a strong book. And here we are on the other side. Anyway, um... Please let us know how you feel about the this dual episodes we we've launched this week. Um, obviously, please follow us on Twitter. Follow us on IG. Before that, before that, our next book. We promise we tell you our next book. Our next book. We are going to Nigeria, and we promise you guys we were leaving America. We were leaving England. We're going back to homeland. Homeland. <laughs> The thing is, only you and I understand that. <laughs> neither of us is Nigerian, but yeah, anyways, neither of us Nigerian. Yeah. Um, we are going to the to the to the mother continent. We're going to Nigeria, and we will be reading um, "Where We End and Begin" by Jane Igaro. 
It's a this based on the synopsis on a Goodreads. Star-crossed lovers get a second chance at romance when they're reunited at a wedding in Nigeria in a heartfelt novel from the acclaimed author of *The Sweetest Remedy*. I've not read that book, but um, essentially, yeah, Duni and hasn't seen her high school boyfriend Obina since he left Nigeria to attend college in America. Uh, before their separation, they vowed to find their way back to each other one day. Twelve years later, their vow is a thing of the past. Duni works at a Genesis in a ge- as a gen- Janice, guys. <laughs> Between the stones and what she's about to say, like, girl, geneticist. <laughs> Gen- Honestly, my parents' tuition. <laughs> wasted, man. They wasted on you. Geneticist in Seattle and is engaged to a man who doesn't love but one, doesn't love but one her parents approve of. Her future is laid out for her and everything is going according to plan until she returns to Nigeria for a friend's wedding and runs into Obina. The shy, awkward boy who loved as a teenager is now a sophisticated, confident man. Things have changed, but there's still an undeniable connection between them. As they rediscover each other, their days filled with desire and passion. Duni is reminded of the beautiful future she once planned with Obina, but when devastating secrets are revealed and the reckless actions of their past bring new challenges, she's left questioning everything, including if the love that consumed her as a teenager is still worth holding on to wow so that's what we're gonna get into not this next ep- after the next episode the next episodes are we're leaving <laughs> we're leaving we're leaving the wonderful world of skyland atlanta with our queen the woman who is the head bitch in charge kennedy ryan <laughs> Um, I imagine we'll be back into the Kennedy Ryan cinematic I mean, she universe. Has, has books coming up, so and she has books out. I think the Long Shot. I think is it like a trilogy? Is that a trilogy? I don't know. Because oh, like, should we do a trilogy? Should we try? Oh, we're we'll we gonna noodle it. around. We'll be back, girl. <laughs> um, but yes, we're gonna drop our final thoughts on Kennedy Ryan's book before I let go next week. So y'all stay tuned. And meanwhile, go on IG, go on Twitter, go into our DMs, go into TikTok. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want us to do. Um, any questions? Hands up. No hands. Okay. <laughs> so, so yeah. So everything she said catches at romantically lit on our socials, romantically lit at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you're listening to it. Please, please, please. We definitely want to know what you guys think. We love hearing from you guys and we cannot, I for one, I'm literally on the, my tippy toes. I cannot wait to talk about the ending. Okay. And we will see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.